three, two, one, cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts, to connect with animals and people and bridge that great divide. I had to keep my work a secret, so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket, I took a flyer, and on my space station, I built the unifier. Now it's a perfect fit for both goats and sign language translators. I'm so excited, I've canceled all my plans later. For I'll need time to reflect on this momentous day. Cause this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Cause this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. Ah, ah, now that's a theme song. Before we get back to the show, I just want to say how much we have loved bringing you shows like Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches or the new Earth Rangers Underground podcast. And especially the new episodes in the Six Minutes feed, the ones about the Cyrus Lost Tapes. And this is when I need to say a big thank you to all our GZM subscribers. Your support makes independent audio like this possible. If you're not a GZM subscriber yet, right now is the time to join for ad-free listening, early access, and more. Show your support and learn more at gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Help us bring you more great shows by becoming a subscriber today. And thank you. Oh, Unifier, you know what we could really use right now? And I know I've said it before, but it remains as true as ever, a unification! So to that end, two more test subjects if you please! Unifier operational. Haha, uh, what a pair indeed. Uh, welcome aboard the Unifier. Yes, uh, Taylor, uh, translator please. Hello, where am I? An excellent question. Uh, you're aboard my laboratory slash space station, also known as the Unifier. Uh, and I am Professor Jameson Burkhead. Uh, welcome aboard. Are you talking to me? Oh, I, well, I'm just sort of addressing the both of you. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm a little flustered. This is unusual. <laughs> uh, yes, it's very unusual, and I do apologize. I have um, several questions, one of which, uh, how come I can understand this goat? You're under the influence of a universal translator uh, of my own invention uh, that allows humans to communicate with uh, different forms of animal life. But uh, I'm just going to seal the two of you inside this chamber here. Okay, and can you see me up here in the observation booth? Yeah, you got any tin cans or cardboard to eat? Yeah, this is going to be a disappointing period of time for you. I don't have a lot of junk that you can eat, I am sorry to say. Taylor, any tin cans? No, I didn't think so. And we're getting sort of distracted here. As I said, I am Professor Jameson Burkhead. This is the Unifier. Uh, we're trying to find the spaces where your minds overlap, a process that we call unification. So uh, thank you for contributing your time today. Yeah, no problem, man. I was just happy to be here. Do you like my my eyes? I've got rectangle eyes. Your pupils are rectangular. That's so weird. I don't know that I've ever noticed that about a goat. It's tough to look at. <laughs> it's No offense. No offense, but you, it's not what you're expecting from an eye. Mm. So your peripheral vision must be massive. Yeah, man, I see everything. Well, this is fascinating already. Uh, why don't we get to know each other a little bit better and introduce ourselves? Uh, you on the left, why don't you tell us uh, who you are and where you're from? Animal. Introduction. My name's Tommy. Tommy the goat. And I live on a farm, man. I live on a farm in Woodstock. Well, that sounds great. This is Woodstock, New York you're talking about? 
yeah, exactly, man. That's the Woodstock you're thinking of. They had a bunch of concerts there. So goats are aware of the cultural significance of Woodstock. Yeah, I don't I don't go to those concerts though. They're not my vibe, but I know about them. No, I don't think a goat would have a particularly good time at a rock concert. This is crazy. I've never talked to human before. Uh, I assure you, we mean you no harm. In fact, uh, our compatriot on the right here, why don't you tell us who you are, where you're from, and what is it that you do? Human. Introduction. Um, Gabriele Pantesco. I uh, am originally from uh, Padua um, in, in Italy. I don't know if you can tell from my... <laughs> Accent. I did detect a slight accent on your part. I met my wife in Italy, and then, you know, when we decided to start a family, we came to the States, and so I've been here for like 23 years at this point. Oh, wow, so quite a while. Yeah, from Padua, live outside of Baltimore, and I, I work as a, uh, a American Sign Language interpreter. Well, that's quite interesting. Why not Italian? Tommy the Goat asks a good question. Why not Italian Sign Language? It's a very good question, and I, I'll tell you. Uh, so my family is uh, hearing, but my wife's, both the parents are, are deaf and signers, and so she learned to sign from a very early age. Uh, and so I, to communicate with my in-laws, learned American Sign Language. I know some Italian sign language, but, uh, you know, it's very different. It's not the same as just Italian. If you speak Italian, doesn't mean you can do Italian sign language. It's the same way if you speak English, doesn't mean you can do American sign language. Well, this is very interesting to me, uh, Gabriel Di Patesco, that Italian sign language and American sign language are as different as English and Italian. You know what's very interesting? American sign language is actually closer to uh, French sign language than French is to Italian sign language. Wow. Well, this is really... Uh... Don't get me started. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like quite an interesting topic. Uh, really fascinating stuff. I have to say I didn't know any of this about the various sign languages about around the world. Not many people do. That's cool you learned ASL for love. I love love. Tommy the Goat makes an excellent point that, you know, many people learn languages when they meet a partner who speaks a different language, but you learned this language so you could communicate with your in-laws at all, really. They can lip read, but um, it's it's sort of like, like say my family, if they understand English, okay, but if you can speak to them in Italian, is a deeper level of connection. They must get much more nuance from you if you're speaking in sign language than if you're, they're trying to read your lips. That's so beautiful. You're like a romantic who speaks romance languages. Well, Gabrielle DiPantesco, this is so fascinating. Uh, why don't you tell us, uh, what's a regular day like for a sign language interpreter? I myself, I work for the uh, Baltimore City Council. So uh, an average day in the council during a session, uh, it's me and one other interpreter, and we can coordinate. And, you know, sometimes I would travel if a representative need to travel and make a speech. Well, this sounds like a very important career, Gabriel DiPantesco. Yeah, it's okay. It's exciting. It certainly sounds exciting. And Tommy the Goat, same question. What's a regular day like for a goat? Well, I'm a, I'm about 12 years old, which is pretty old for a goat. So I like to chill out. I, I don't like to be too hard on myself. I hang out in my farm with my humans and my other goats. I have to say, Tommy the Goat, that's about what I'd expect from a goat. People might not know about goats, Okay, fair point. But the thing is, we all have really sensitive lips, so we gotta be careful when we're eating. That's so surprising, because you must have, like, an iron stomach. Stomachs! I got four stomachs, man! 
Can I ask Tammy the Goat, why four stomachs? What, what, what purpose are the four stomachs serving that one wouldn't do? It's probably because of all that trash I eat, man. I'm not a scientist. Okay, fair enough. Uh, to be honest, I- I'm not intimately acquainted with the functions of my own stomach, so I, I shouldn't expect you to know uh, why you have four. Yeah, I like to burp, though. Probably because of all the stuff I eat. I'm a burper. My whole family of goats are burpers. Goats burp a lot? That is a fact about goats? Yes. Everything up so far I've said is a fact. Tell me the goat, I have to say, there's a lot of stuff that you say that I feel like, well, that can't be true. Yeah, look it up, man. Look it up on your human internet. I am, and well, your hunger for trash appears to have its roots in its similarity to plant matter. Uh, You do, in fact, have rectangular pupils, four stomachs, and I'm shocked to say this, but a tendency to burp a lot. Uh, You know what? I will teach you something. In American Sign Language, you know, I'll teach you the sign for burp. Oh, I'd love that, man. You make a fist with your dominant hand, so if your right is your right fist, if your left is your left. I have hooves, man, but I'll, I'll imagine it. Okay, use your dominant hoof. Dominant hoof, yes. Gabriel D. Pantesco, this might be easier if I deactivate the suspension fields, keeping you two separate from one another, so that you could get a little closer. Deactivating force field. Oh, yes. Watch the horns. Okay, yes, I watched the horns. You make a fist with your dominant hand, the hoof. Okay, I'm following up here in the booth, too. Uh, start with the loose fist, uh, an O-shaped hand in front of our stomach. Uh, and you take your elbow or whatever, point it out to the side. I see, you're bringing the O up towards your mouth. Opening it slightly. And then drop the hand back down. Fascinating. You know, you're almost physically recreating the burp with your hand. And you sometimes you could also make a facial expression, because that's part of sort of like the, uh, the, the grammar, I guess, uh, of uh, sign language. Well, that's very interesting that the sign language requires you to sort of act as well to communicate what you really mean. Not me, man. I'm 100% real. I always say what I mean and I do what I mean. Okay, we're all performative to some extent. Even your being real, that's a performance too. Oh, man. You got me. I'm not trying to get to you. I'm not trying to get you. You are trying to understand, Tommy the Goat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but here again, it's this slippage of communication here. I understand, but I'm not trying to get like a zing. Sure, but what we're learning is that even when we both speak English, getting someone's meaning can be tricky. Very true. And and then, Tommy the Goat, you're hearing us, I assume, in goat sounds. Yeah, you guys sound the same to me. You guys are just talking goat. Are there goat accents? Yeah, some people are like... But then some people are like... Yeah, see, that's not translating to English very well. You know, I gotta be honest, when I invented the Universal Translator, I hadn't thought to compensate for the idea of animals having their own accents, so animal accents translated to human accents, they were a little surprising, I guess. Yeah, check your prejudices at the door, man. (laughs) Well, you know, honestly, I wouldn't have known about this until I talked to some animals and realized, you know, they do have accents. Yeah, it's cool, man. We're all learning. We are. Speaking of which, perhaps we should move forward to the next phase of the experiment. Uh, It's time for the introduction of the random object, also known as the IRO. Uh, Taylor, want to go ahead and drop in the IRO? Introduction of random object. Wow, that's a heavy one. Oh, that looks good. Oh, uh, Tommy, I believe that's a a book, so that's not... Oh, but maybe I should just try it. Just to try it out, man. Just to taste it. Okay, you're just chewing away there. Mmm, that's good. Tell me the goat, is that good? Does one book taste different than another, or one piece of paper than another? Yeah, this tastes... This tastes literary. Well, pretty accurate, actually. 
What is this, Tolstoy? You got that just from eating it? Yeah, all goats can. Wow, this is a very unconventional way to read War and Peace. There's so much you humans don't know about goats, man. Well, clearly, if goats are eating books to read them, literary appreciation is really part of the goat lifestyle. Yeah, goats love books. We eat them and we absorb them, man. You know what? I want to understand you more deeply, the same way I understand my in-laws more deeply. I want to create our own sign language. There is a American sign language, Italian sign language. What about goat human sign language? Connection. Building. Now, wait a minute. The nudifier is responding dramatically to this. Keep going. Continue on. I'd love that, man. But take into account, I've got hooves, no fingers. We gotta make something where you can use hands and hooves, man. Okay, so we're going to we're going to make the goat design for war and the peace. Okay. Okay. Let's say we take the dominant hoof. Yeah. You bring your dominant hoof up to your horns. Okay. You give a salute like a war, like a soldier. You bring it down, so up and a down. Okay. So that's the war. That's the war, and then for peace. You just going to bow your head a little bit. So you take you take your head and you just drop the head down. So you bend the neck, and you just kind of observe over the ground. And that's a peace sign of peace. You're bowing. Okay. So in the goat sign language, war and peace. Doing it, man. I'm doing it. We're communicating. Unification complete. <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, <laughs> this. Cross-species sign language collaboration has resulted in a full unification. Oh, yeah, man. They're never going to believe this on the Baltimore City Council. Yeah, I I imagine this is going to come as a bit of a shock for them, but... Yes. I'm going to tell all my goat friends, man. They'll believe me. What a discovery we've made here. Uh, Thank you to you both. I do regret to inform you that upon achieving unification, you will be returned to Earth in about 20 seconds. So if you have anything to say to one another, I would do it now. Oh, I used to be called Tommy the Kid, but then I got too old. Now I'm just Tommy the Goat. Thank you both for your contributions and farewell. Wow. Taylor, we, we witnessed the birth of a new language in the Unifier. I mean, has that ever happened before? That's incredible. Because this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Because this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. Goat sign language. Well, now the next time you meet a goat, you'll know. I would, I would just do peace. Maybe don't sign war. That's... Don't start with that. But peace is a good one to know. Just bow your head. Hey, parents and teachers. Have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm Odid. I'm Ethan. I'm Awa. And, and we're, we're a GZM, GZM family. Join us and listen to Fourth and Inches. Here, here we go, brownies. Here we go. Hoo, hoo. 
Do you wish this was you? Go to gzmshows.com slash shoutout to learn more. And you may hear your GZM family at the end of a podcast. Let your voice be heard at gzmshows.com slash shoutout.